Hi there, Randy Green here and welcome to a little podcast update slash what is going on in our reality field. Today is the 14th of October and America and South America are having the ring of fire where the moon goes in between Earth and the sun and by that will cast a bit of a shadow, a little tiny shadow in the what we could say in the sphere of the sun, but there will still be solar light that will emit around the moon. Everybody will, of course, be focused on this annual event and see it as a big thing, uh, one of the wonders of nature, so to speak. But is there more to it than that? I am pretty sure there's a lot of people out there on the internet that's already saying that this is tied to ascension and all sorts of um, positive ideas that are infused with the Hopium programs. However, I'm going to give a different uh, picture on what's going on. As far as I can see, I haven't slept much uh, this week during nighttime, which uh, positively has led to me putting together the course material for converging of timelines. So I have now got uh, eight podcasts ready, explaining in details the timeline event from the very get-go as well as what the converging of timelines actually is completely about in details and how we are to work with these five different timelines that have resurfaced. To understand what's going on in our reality and many have difficulty in understanding the merry-go-round and timeshare that the different extraterrestrial groups have on our reality field. Most would like it to be just this group or that group, all depending on where their consciousness units are focused and on which timeline they belong. The matter of the fact is, as far as I see it, is our reality has multiple smaller timelines, of course, and I explain how this all came to be with the timeline event and the timeline loops and how all of these dynamics work. The interesting thing is in 2015, 10 years ago, more or less, I wrote the book Torology, where I explained the period that we are entering into and the energy work that needs to be done in that period. It's in my book Torology. So it's interesting to see how this converged back to the work that I initiated there. And then we had this huge loop into all sorts of other levels of reality, just to go back into the converging initial point and their complete by our choices and the work that we have done looking through the loop and says, say to ourselves, how much have I achieved these 10 years or nine years? How much energy work have I accomplished? And how close am I to the goal that was set at the time? And I can say for a certainty that I have been around and about uh, in many, many ways, including going to Australia and experiencing and understanding the difficulties of the challenge that we are in when we talk about the transition process of our reality field. As always, I've explained all of this in my class material. I know there are many of you that would love for me to explain it here as well, but things must be explained in their context and in their full scope 
and little hints here and there it does not give the deeper understanding it only gives you little clues and then as humans are most you interpret within your already pre-cognitive frames of references from where you then understand it in the manner that you feel is prudent and useful for you to keep up your ideas and beliefs about reality and what reality is i'm not going to take that away from you you choose that's all up to us how we want to perceive reality and there's no truth there is relative reality all depending on our energy system our line of thoughts and the way we perceive reality and the way we choose to narrate the story around reality from where we can fit in our psychological structure so that life gets less hard and i'm here talking from a psychotherapeutic point of view however if we are going to do our own personal ring of fire and do the progression work that is necessary where we have the dark dot in the middle and are aware that there are more at stake and more uh, forces at play five different factions technically only four because the fifth timeline is the one that we could create together for a better future so there's one that is uh, inoperable right now because nobody's teaming up on that one yet but we have four other timelines where we have different factions that are working sometimes together and sometimes against each other all depending on what they see fit for their purpose so we got the fallen timelines i explained this in the whole philosophy book we just reverted back to 2020 settings after having had a little bit of another loop that were dragging us into the event program and some of the Niburian new reality programs which all collapsed because they were founded on the original old world order technology which is collapsing i talk about that as well in my course material so in that manner there's not much for them to build on i explained in details in the converging of timelines course material so with that we have the fallen one we have the transhuman agenda which has now taken over the event program and the Niburian new reality programs or whatever was going on there we saw that we saw these two timelines play out hand in hand between 2018 and 2022 and you can uh, you can uh, um, derive what you need from that yourself how that were played out hand in hand how they work together <clears throat> One group stirred up some old timelines that had some type of microbialia, bacteria, and I'm not going to use the next word which you can put in yourself, that uh, rose up specific configurations within your human population and generated you know what, that led to the resolve using the transhuman agenda with you know what, and the majority of humanity jumped on board of that one. However, the fallens are not done. They are still interfering with us during nighttime. And that's the reason why I'm not sleeping at the moment, because they're very active. And that goes with the ring of fire that's unfolding today. Because today is another attempt to try and breach their solar gate. Behind our sun in the fourth dimension is the original solar gate. And that one is dormant for most, but that's one of the gates, one of the big hubs into our solar system that everybody's fighting over 
out insiders and outsiders. So there's a constant uh, war going on around that hub, which you probably heard other places as well. And right now with the ring of fire, there is, this is just the, what we are seeing on our earth. We interpret it as the moon that comes in between, which it technically is, it is a manifestation. But we also know that the moon is the headquarter for some of the negative extraterrestrials. So they are, of course, with that event, using that event, the physical event, to work in in the seventh and eighth dimension, trying to reconnect the hub again to the dark galactic core, because the planetary core and the, most of the planetary cores in our solar system and the other planets are now linked up to the Andromedan inserted artificial core technology that is made for the purpose of ensuring that we're not getting dragged into the abyss literally and, and tilting into the third cycle, previous universal cycle structures that are under the control of the transhuman or the technocrats and the fallen extraterrestrial groups, the negative, the Orion conglomerate, uh, etc. So we are having this this battle going on between the forces of the future humanities and the Andromedans that I have explained about both in the whole perception logs and other places as well, where some of the future humanities have traveled there and are working with the future version of the Andromedan civilizations that are undergoing and have underwent some of the same processes that we are in right now. They're not out of the, the out of the difficulty yet, but there are laws regarding different types of civilizations that are sister civilizations and our galaxy and the Andromeda galaxy are sister galaxies. So we are, in terms of um, what we could say, uh, uh, extra systemic cultural settings and racial lineages that goes with specific types of human-humanoid uh, configurations, we are tied together as, as sister systems, so to speak. So we have the same type of humans, the same type of original human-humanoid genetic structure, which is not the version we have here in our human form. So they are, for them to be able to move on, they need to have a slingshot up into a level where they then can let go and then they can elevate themselves to the next level. And then we become the next version of the Andromedan galaxy. This is how things are working in between the different systems that are slingshotting each other for the highest good of the many, so that when one group leaves, they assist the ones that will come after to open the doors so that they can enter into that um, density setting. So this is nothing to do with locality. This is non-local density laws of holographic energetic consciousness potentials that move between the different systems and assist the ones that were before us to lift up and go into the next level. And that's technically why we are connected to the technocrats and the fallen uh, extraterrestrial lineages, because they are a part of our past. And until we have either dealt with it and dealt with our quote-unquote karma, the residuals and distortion entities of our wrongful choices in the past, and have cleared our own timelines, then we can move on as individuals. But as a collective, we still have group consciousness that are tied to the past cycles. And by that, we are forced to deal with this as if, uh, as you are also when we talk psychology. And in that manner, I am 
very pleased that I am a professional psychotherapist because I understand these dynamics that there are certain things that just holds you back. You might not know it. It might be complete subconscious, but it, it affects everything you are until you look at it and say, whoa, that's what it is. That's the troll. And you name the troll and you, you forgive the troll and you let go of the troll. And then the troll will no longer be there because it is an energetic gestalt. It is there as an imprint and insertion, a crystallized pattern that keeps us stuck in the past. And that's the collective human um, population that has that, including we are having, uh, as I've claimed, other places and older material as well, including the book Souls of Humanity I wrote in 2014. We have got souls here that have been dumped here because they belong to systems that have moved on, but they weren't ready to do the full clearing of the past. So instead they sent it here and dumped it in our system. So this is now what we could call the, 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 um, I was going to say graveyard, but that's the wrong word. It is the scrapyard uh, of different types of souls, including the original restoration program that opened up the doors for the many other hops that are out there in our sister system. So we are all interconnected with the cause uh, and effect of our choices and the actions that we have taken. And there are some what we could call roundup systems like ours, where everything must come to a head, where everything must go into its completion cycle. So right now we are having the battle around the solar gate. And no, it's not the lion gate that's in Egypt. That's a fourth dimensional gate that belongs to the Tothians and the brotherhoods and what have you. So that's not the gate. We're talking about the true solar gate that is connected to the other sister systems that we are part of, the other soul, the suns and stars that are part of our constellation, not the constellation we see in the sky, but we're talking about the sister systems within the 12 universal lineages of our quadrant. I typically refer it to as our quadrant. So we are having a lot of these suns have fallen out of the falling extraterrestrial timelines under the Orion conglomerate. Others have been taken over by the technocrats, crats or the parallel universal matrix and the semi-android races that are only using technology to preserve their continuation. And then we have two other timelines that are predominantly tied to our planet and our solar system. And one is the where humanity just goes completely blindly and in oblivion into a future not knowing whatever hit them. And the majority of the other groups that are here are off planet and are will then come back uh, sometime around after 2035, I think, 2135. We have the attempt from the inner earth that will come back around 2035, where we have gone the trans through the transition period and then we'll get another boost there as an attempt to lift us up and let go and let what's part of the past go into the fallen timelines or be sucked into the, via the blend of the merge into the parallel universal matrix. But so that's that timeline where we have that nobody really understand what's going on. Nobody comes forth and explains to the broad collection of humanity that we are a part of a very large uh, system of groups of stars and other civilizations. And then we have the last or the fourth one that are under the different programs that has been uh, engineered, the secret programs, the covert military projects, the 
the um, what you call it, the breakaway civilizations, all of the ones that are positioned in the already existing fourth dimension under the different groups. Some of them are working with the negative extraterrestrials, others are working with the the, um, the parallel universal matrix races, others are working with some of the groups that are on the oblivion timeline, that's the new Niburians, hence their attempt to create the new reality program, and others are working with other groups, and some of them are working with, with the Andromedans. So because of the experiences they have had with the other groups, they have decided to become white hats and are working with the Andromedans. And again, remember, the Andromedans are not here to save us. They're only providing an energetic boost to keep the solar gate under our control. Because if that one falls, as we saw it from 2017 until uh, 2022, when it fell under the parallel universal matrix groups and the event program, as well as the Orion conglomerate, we saw what happened inside our reality. We've seen the effect of that one, and nobody wants that one. So we that sometimes <laughs> the factions can agree on, on and not disagreeing, and for a time period working together because then one group will be worse than the other one. And I saw that dynamic when I was eighteen and I was in Israel, where I saw the different groups. Uh, the religious groups, how they were treating each other, and I didn't like it at all. But at least I saw that that when we talk about certain of the groups that are down there, if they didn't have an outer enemy, they would they would have um, pushed each other into different types of situations. I'm deliberately choosing specific words here uh, that would have uh, ensured that the group themselves, because they came from so many different places after Second World War, and they had cultural differences, even though they had the same religion belief system, they had so much cultural differences and so much different interpretation of the system that they were supposed to work under under one God, right? One religion, one God, one land, but it didn't work that way. So an outer enemy is something that sometimes can keep a split, uh, a divided group as a coherent group because they have an outer enemy. We've seen these dynamics other places as well. And that's part of the human human nature to make these group segregation dynamics to keep their own group pristine while the other ones are the bad guys, the good guys and the bad guys. The dichotomy between good and evil to preserve a dysfunctional group so that at least you can say, well, everybody else are the ones that are doing the whole projection. All of what's dysfunctional within the group projected out to all of the others. So it's the others that bears the burden where the matter of the fact is it's the group itself that's dysfunctional. These are group dynamics. These are also some of the things that if we do choose the positive timeline, that will demand a lot of self-responsibility and self-adjustment processes and self-scrutinizing processes to understand these projection mechanisms and how we often transfer what is ours into other groups and see it played out there so we avoid looking at what's really something we need to look at within ourselves. And some take it to the extreme and do it as a physical segregation dynamic, which we have also seen play out since <clears throat> the dawn of time, actually. So with that understanding, sorry about that, I had to cough. With that understanding, we thereby see that it's, it's a control mechanism of humanity. And it's important to understand there are certain dynamics that are clogging the picture of what's going on. And that is 
we have the right hand there's a doing a lot of movements so you don't see what the left hand is doing so you are you are observing all the things that are happening on the surface that's put in motion so nobody really looks into the true work that is supposed to be done by us as a humanity and the left hand path are using that to create a lot of disturbances so that good humored people and people of good uh, spirit and kindness are focused on all of the chaos that's around them so they don't notice all of the subcurrents of changes that are happening and the bigger picture things such as the the battle that's going on on the solar gate right now the big hop into our system it is uh, moving back and forth a little bit, but the Andromedans are getting the upper hand of that one. And it already began uh, uh, more or less two weeks ago where I had I, October 7th, it was because I had a group class there. And the entire day I was in a humongous battle going on with some of the groups, fighting them back, the troopers, so to speak, with weapons and crafts and, and scenarios that belongs to a complete sci-fi movie, which it wasn't. It was uh, in some of the systems that are, there are systems that have direct gates. So the battle is not just around the gate in our solar system, it's also in the systems that are connected that has direct access to this and some of these groups uh, if we can liberate these groups that some of the the wars that's going on that we are not aware of on the fourth timeline because there are all of these secret military projects they are involved in all sorts of wars and other systems which um, unfortunately a version of me is, is engaged in due to my affiliation with uh, some of the programs that I came in contact with in 2017, uh, whether or not I was it beforehand or it came to be after, this is this is some of the things we never really know. Or it could just be they have uh, a set of my genetics put into a human that's part of these programs or a clone, and I haven't got anything to do with this, not by my choice, but due to the genetic interconnectivity between those of us who have original uh, consciousness units of the solar system and how they have been used by the, the harvesting um, races and groups and, and the, the carvers that have used some of our old vessels and put it in as a foundation for different clones that are being used in these wars. Well, then sometimes there's a bleed through from this. So things are quite complicated when we talk about the, uh, let's call it the Altarian uh, militaristically oriented uh, groups that are working under different types of uh, uh, symbolic representations. One of them is the eagle with the flame heart and other stuff that are a part of that group. Anyways, it's, it's all stuff that's not where I want to go because then I can talk for hours and hours and hours about these things. But I've been dragged into this and experienced this. I experienced that when I was in Australia in 2018 as well, where I was part of that was when we were battling some of the AI um, groups that came in at that time that we got them pushed back. Anyways, there were this constant flow back and forth that people are not aware of. And that ripples into our reality field, aside from the what we could say, the converging of timelines, which I 
explain the course material as well as the transition of the sun and then the solar gate that is in constant uh, debacle about who's going to have control of that one i know the andromedans will but there is this and this is the difficulty understanding in these these um the laws of the cycles where the collectives and our past and present and future have to play out certain content there are certain things that are unavoidable the moment certain probabilities have been chosen as choices on the timelines they must unfold as possibilities and if people then take them and engage in them then the cycle must run its course the loop must run its content and that's what these wars are about in the solar gate it's not because they're choosing to do so it's because we are dragged like waves and ebb and flow due to the solar and the, the, the sun and the moon and the forces around us that, that does that moving back and forwards uh, due to the timeline event dynamics as they play out their last content before we get into the synergetic leap where we have done the completion cycle and the transition cycle in 2035 and then other rules will apply. So when we talk about this, it will sound a lot like crying wolf all the time and nothing really happens. But at, why then put out this information if it doesn't have any what we could say physical effect if it doesn't change the weather patterns it doesn't because the sun is shifting and collapsing its fields and it's burning off a lot of energy that creates a lot of cmes and and solar rays that are thrown into our solar system and into space and affecting all the planets in our solar system including ours making the magnetic field ring as it does today with an enormous amount of high tone that many people will say well is it induced uh, changes in the magnetic field or is the actually because of the emission of energies from the sun and I would say the difference is if you can hear the ringtone in the magnetic field which is a silent sound then you know it's the sun that is throwing off and then that opens up different stargates which I talk about in the stargate challenges that we are also um, upcoming for those of us who are interconnected to the holographic energetic architecture of our planet we will feel when these different gates open up that will allow for certain cleanup processes that we will learn to master or should learn to master the next nine years. So we're now back in the competition between the timelines who will get the quote unquote dormant positive timeline. That's the game. Aside from, and that game, that one is the one that the Andromedans wants us to get on board because if we get on board that one, then they can elevate and we can connect to the sister system and merge with the Andromedan galaxy as science tells us we will do eventually. So this is that, and if we do that, then we literally leap out of this solar system and reconnect to the original uh, galactic configuration as part of the original network that we the original quadrant we're supposed to be part of and not this one where we've been pushed into the past that is connected to the dark galactic core. So this is the bigger scheme of things. And how can we as individuals assist in that one? Well, for, for starters, uh, let me put it this way. I do, I really want to sleep at night and I am tired, uh, but when I fall asleep, then, then things happen and I get jolted awake and things are in my room energetically 
but this is on for many that are unable to see both in the older timelines that are connected to the fallen six dimensional timelines they won't be able to see these things they'll only feel the effects of it talk about that in converging of timelines as well but it goes into the clearing work and if you can't see it well then there's the physical effect listen to your body trust your body don't try to override it mind over matter because your body is warning you for a reason However, there are the reconfiguration we need to do to be able to continue this work. And I'm already started up in two courses in the reconfiguration that allows us to enter into the original uh, outer domain Andromedan infused type of reality field that will uphold the original density one network that will assist us in getting on the fifth timeline. If we get on the fifth timeline, that will also mean we reconnect to the fifth cycle. And that means we can actually do what we're supposed to do. And no, it's not new earth and no it's not under the crystallines and no it's not under the tothians and no it's not under the brotherhood and no it's not under any of these groups that timeline is the one that we choose to go on if we follow the original progression dynamics of all civilizations that were supposed to be in the different solar systems as i explain in both the souls of humanity upcom series that will come up later um, on this channel as well as in the converging of timelines material and all the other stuff i have been doing and there are so many of you that say i can't begin on all of that material where am i to begin with all of that there are so many courses and that depends on your structure that depends on who and what you are there are people that like to know everything and study it and then create the frames of references that will make it easier for them to make the choices that are in alignment with their personal story and their personality matrix and what they feel works for them in their personal narrative of their existence and their life and the work they are doing and others are preferring other frames of references and other ideas and other systems it all comes up to to at the end of the day how do you implement these systems how can you utilize these systems how can you use them for whatever you want to do in your life does they assist you in your clearing work? Does it lead to deeper insights? Does it not just your brain that are creating synergetic patterns be between the information you have read and then it subconsciously pops up and you think you have had a brilliant idea, but that's just the brain that is processing. It's just shedding off what is no longer of use. It's just purging itself of different thought forms that it cannot use anymore. And sometimes ideas come up and then they fizzle out because they are not implementable. So it all comes down to whatever system of thought that you're working within, does it assist you in producing new lines of ideas and thoughts and solutions and energy work that assist you in your progression journey, in elevating you to a level where you are actually feeling that you are administering your energy system to a, a, a somewhere where you feel that this is giving you we could use the word empowerment that strengthens your ability to deal with the reality as it truly is that strengthens you in not seeing your preconceptions and ideas of what it is but actually see what is going on does it assist you in the ability to clean out the distortion to go behind the holographic overlay to really get the full scope of whatever's going on in your little local uh, uh, portion of the universe that your energy system is 
And many are not able to see beyond their energy system yet because it's so clogged, it's so distorted with, with past lives and timelines, connections that where it doesn't belong, getting infusions. And by that, as I had the bleed through of whatever that is, that then creates distortion in my energy system because my genetics of the original operating vessel I had when I came in a long time ago is being used by some other group in some clone war or something that's going on. No, that sounds like Star Wars, but that's not what I mean, right? Is, that's not what I'm talking about. Once you really begin to understand how your genetics consciously are observing everything they're a part of and are interacting with whatever reality they're part of, then you can begin talking about seeing things as they truly are and then understanding wherever your genetics are inserted, they're inserted into timelines that are affecting the timelines that we are on at the same time. So how can we assist in this competition between the different timelines? That is by doing our energy work and understanding the full scope of our interactiveness and our interconnectedness with these different timelines so that we will not be the ones that fuels it because we are denying portions of our energy system or we have cut it loose and let it into the hands of the fallen uh, conglomerate and, and their groups, the Alpha Omega groups and what have you. Or we have, we have just um, whatever's been going on. And that's some of the self-responsibility and some of the, some of the challenges that many that have not woken up that just wants to pretend that by doing affirmations and sitting in, 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 in positive mindsets and just focusing on uh, being in samadhi and feeling bliss and, and gracefulness and, and compassion in their heart, then that will lead them to the future timelines. But as far as I see it, that will just keep you stuck where you are right now. That's the way to manage whatever's going on in the timeline. And I understand that dynamic. It had its place 2000 years ago when we had uh, the draconian overlords that were here and we had the Draco races that are here. These are two different groups. And we were having this control system that technically literally had a society where everybody was enslaved. And I talk about that with Josh in uh, my, my talk on Buddhism and how we, I perceive some of these ideas which you find on the whole Academy YouTube channel. And there that idea fits in because then you're literally enslaved in a society where you have no movement. You can do nothing other than just work with your local karma, ensuring that your anger and your, your lower participation does not fuel in projection mechanism and segregation and hatred and all of these kind of things that naturally would come if you are a person that's enslaved by what we could call society in itself, which other groups on our planet are also struggling with, where that modality will be the way that they can administer their energy fields for a time being. And we can do that as well. I use that technique when, especially during nighttime, where the conglomerate are very active, throwing things at me one after another. I use that method to just create light and just sit in my heart energy and just feel that compassion, caring, nurturing energy about my own system so my body doesn't freak out, so I don't go into fear, so I don't go into all sorts of what we could call uh, a, a spectra of energies that some of these forces feed from. So going the opposite and just not being the light because that will make them more aggressive, but just being in the balance 
And in that, where I focus on upholding myself in that compassion energy, not compassion towards them, because I've learned a long time ago that just makes them more angry, but literally understanding what's going on. And once that is centered, then going in and use principle two and, and do what is needed for these groups, whatever they are there for, whatever's needed to be done to clear out the energetic imprint. So these are some of the more advanced levels of energy work that those who will do the transition and have the connection point to the original solar system lineages at some point in their life, unless they have cut it out of their energy system a long time ago and now only is has become a two-field energy system or they were part of the reseeding and everything got cut away and thereby have no connection point to this. Whereas I, from the very get-go, when I flipped into this universal structure, decided to keep the memories of the past universal cycles. So I got the code systems for whatever far back and by that are also being dragged in whenever these different cycles pops up because they gather enough momentum on the different timelines. And that's part of the converging and the, the competition as well, to gather as much momentum on the different timelines so that the ones that have the energetic and genetic affinity naturally are drawn there. And that's what the merry-go-round, the timeshare in our solar system is all about. Coming in, doing restoration program, quote-unquote, that's what they call it, uh, the regenesis program, where they use the original restoration program to revive and re-engineer their genetics using different types of human clones in their carnival laboratory, artificial, temporarily set up in the fourth dimension, where they pull in people, do whatever they need to do, and then leave and come back a month later. Or the other groups that are stuck in the in the past timelines that are also coming in when the momentum and the energies are, for instance, as we're having right now, we are having the thing going on in Israel that's supporting the, the conglomerate in their attempt to create a negativity and, and energies that rings into the planetary network that then allows their timeline to come back in and are being fed by people looking at it and thinking what they're thinking and feeling what they're feeling and onward and so forth. Pain and suffering is what the conglomerate are fueling their timelines from. And then we have the technocratics that comes in, which we also see from time to time. Then it's all about technology and AI and whatever, and people are engaging in that and feeding that timeline. And then we just have the everyday where people are thinking about nothing and then they're feeding that timeline. And then there are those of us who pulled into the different programs, whether we know of it or not, then we are unwillingly and unknowingly feeding that timeline. So that's the competition. And that's where we in our everyday energy work, via the inner sight and the sensations in our body and the observance of our everyday awareness of how we, where our minds stray and how our emotions are being played, the rise and fall of phenomena arise around us and how we interact with that due to the low participation. What we focus on, we give energy and what we give energy, we become part of. So if there's something we don't want to fuel, we don't focus on it, we turn the other cheek. And we have the, the, the energetic choice to respond emotional to different things and, and learn to master that one. And not that we are to become Zen Buddhist, all of us, because sometimes we are hit so hard with 
um, energetic content, including energetic uh, imprints, let me call it that, and inclusions that comes our way so that we literally are taken uh, with our pants down and, and respond to it because it's so overwhelming. But then the trick is to learn to master these and clear it out and, and get ourselves gathered and clear the residuals so that we at least learn from that experience how to clear it out energetically. So if it does happen again, we can become more efficient in our clearing work. So these are also some of the things that, that must be learned in our advanced clearing work. That we, those of us who have the original solar system genetics, at some point in time, the polarity forces that will allow us to enter into the fifth cycle must be mastered. In the opposition, in the fourth cycle, we could change it by transformation and compassion and the heart energies, as I talk about in the transition sciences, and the inner work and the psychological work. That's all fourth cycle. But fifth cycle is scientific, and that demands a different approach to what we're dealing with. That demands that our full understanding of how holographic energetic reality fields work, how the different code systems and how the different code streams and how reality itself interact with our energy system. And for that, when we're talking about the future timeline, what was not learned in the flip over from the previous universal cycles into this one must be mastered before we can enter on the positive timeline because it is a completion from the beginning of our universe to where we are now. That's, that's the end cycles, so that we can all move on and begin the steps for the next universal cycles. This is the low point of the Kali Yuga, as it has been said for thousands of years. Okay, so with that understanding of the transformational dynamics, going back to the, the ring of fire. So for those of you who are in America and you are waking up and you have seen it in the news and you're all woohoo, this is probably something good and you go out into look and you absorb and whatever. Just be mindful that behind the sun that you're looking at, there is this thing going on on the gate. And this is not up for you to begin to connect your human awareness and try to support the groups with the hop because it's technology and whatever you would look with your eyes you would probably create more distortion so the best thing you can do in this support is to clear energy field and be observant of your energies and know that we're going into winter time where this I've just seen it year after year after year that the the fallen timeline under the conglomerate due to their their takeover between 7 18 2018 technically but they came in August 2017 and they're continued try to get in and the pushbacks we must be aware of these fluctuations that affects our radiation field in the seventh, eighth, and ninth dimension, including the, the vibrations and the ring of the different energies of the sun that changes our molecular state and be on top of that one, including what comes from the old levels of the holographic network of our planet that affects our biology. We must be on top of this, including the different competition, the merry-go-round, whenever whoever is in, knowing what they are there to do, clean out the residuals of this, not because it changed a lot, but at least it makes it more difficult, and at least it makes you less susceptible for the fallen timelines and the technocratic timelines. 
the one in full oblivion and the one with the, the group that we still, if they come clean and do the full disclosure, then that timeline will come in play. And then we actively have a chance as a joint group of humanity, but there will be a lot of obstacles on that one for both the ones that will come clean, but also the the what has been done and the acceptance on that. So there, there are so many challenges on that timeline. But if we could say, if there are two that, that could lead to a one timeline that could lead to the positive one as a, a intermediary step towards that one, that's the one where these different groups come clean. So, so that's, the, I keep pushing that, that direction uh, and the white hats keep pushing in that direction and the Andromedans keep pushing in that direction. And that's what you're seeing with the UAPs. And if they, they I, I, don't, I haven't followed the news, so I don't know if they're already uh, pushed that um what do you call it do you call it a law or a bill through where the, the whistleblowers can come clean and tell their information without uh, being charged and trialed and thrown into to jail uh, for whatever they have done plus how you're going to anyways there's so many issues on that one i can barely go into it i talk a little bit about that in the converging of timelines so here I have added more information to what is in the course of the converging of timelines. There I laid the foundation here in the, and I did that deliberately. So I didn't have to explain everything from scratch. I've taken out it's seven hours of explanations for the converging of timelines. You get it there, the background, the history, why it's there. And now I can move on into, okay, what's then happening right now? And how do we deal with it right now? So you're on top of your energy work. Um, as part of these little converging updates that I will give whenever the time is suitable for it. So we are in the next set of our um, new grand cycle activation and upgrading processes. Those of us who are the forerunners, we are feeling the impact of it now. Those of you who are the one that trails after the trail braces, blazers using the trail they have cut, you are you will f uh, feel it later on as your energy system begins to align with the different tones of the magnetic field as it's being infused. But you will also feel the effects of the different timelines that are coming in play because that is affecting our magnetic field as well. And in the end, that is why the solar gate is so important because the, that timeline it locks into will either allow for a positive future or for a negative future. So that's also why we can participate in our everyday clearing work, ensuring that we are not supporting the timelines that we don't want to be unfolded into our reality. That's probably the best advice I can give for those of you who are doing your energy work. Be enormously observant of what you choose to give energy and why you choose to give it energy. And if you're drawn towards it, figure out what's going on in your energy system that draws you towards that. Is it because you have got an energetic insert, which people call an implant that controls you to look at that up because you are literally not in control of yourself <clears throat> or Sorry about that. Or is it part of your past that surfaces so you can clear it out and let it go? Know this, it's all about discernment from here on. This is where we are really being put to the test. Those of us are going to do the transition. Do you know your game? Do you know the game you're in? Do you know on which side you're playing? Do you know what tools you have to play with? Do you know what your strengths and weaknesses are? 
If you don't, then this is the time where you get to know this. And just throwing that in there, the whole Changemaker course is not just about doing business. It's also about how to manage to live in the chaos of our reality as it is now and will unfold in the years to come. So with that little update, thank you for listening in and until next time, take care.